When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. This episode is sponsored by the Widow Squad membership community, a community that gives you the resources, inspiration, and camaraderie to help widows move through grief and create the life that they deserve. This is an online membership where we bring together widows for support and encouragement to grow, learn, and share so that they can create life on their own terms. In this group, you will have access to our full content library, monthly workshops, guest speakers, exclusive resources, special events, and so much more. If you're feeling lost, if you're feeling alone, this is the place for you. Sign up and get more information at widowsquad.com. That's widowsquad.com. And we'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome back, Widow 180 listeners. This is episode 155. Today, I want to do an exercise that many of us don't do, or we forget to do, or we just don't take the time to do. We're going to be slowing down and taking a close look at ourselves. We're going to do some reflection on this past year and how we handled the challenges that came our way. And some of you are probably thinking, Why the hell do I want to take time to think about all of the bad crap that happened to me this year? That sounds like a horrible use of my time. Thanks, but no thanks, Jen. Hard pass. Okay, before you bail on me, that's not exactly what I'm asking you to do. I know for many of you, this is the year that you lost your partner. This is the year that you became a widow. This has not been a kind year to you. This has been a year of big, big changes in your life, many of them unwanted changes. But it's so important to reflect on where we've been in order to help us get where we want to go. The benefits of reflection are overlooked by so many of us, and especially during grief when we're just trying to stay afloat. We're so busy adjusting to our new life that we don't stop to look at ourselves and not just praise ourselves, but see how we're managing all of it. What worked? What didn't? What's helped us the most? How can we get more of that in our lives? These are the types of things we can reflect on. The Harvard Business Review says, at its simplest, reflection is about careful thought. But the kind of reflection that is really valuable is more nuanced than that. The most useful reflection involves the conscious consideration 
and analysis of beliefs and actions for the purpose of learning. Reflection gives the brain an opportunity to pause amidst the chaos, untangle and sort through observations and experiences, consider multiple possible interpretations, and create meaning. This meaning becomes learning, which can then inform future mindsets and actions. This meaning-making is crucial to our ongoing growth and development. Reflection is a process. It requires a lot from you. It requires your time, your energy, your thoughts. You need to slow down, be still, adopt a mindset of curiosity, and brainstorm. It requires you to get vulnerable. You might get uncomfortable. But this is also a process that can lead to valuable insights and even breakthroughs. So I want you to take this time to do this exercise. And this is through journaling, writing everything down, writing out your answers to these powerful questions today. So go and grab a pen and your journal and let's get started. Question number one to ask yourself is, what is the biggest thing I've learned this year about myself, about other people, about life? What is the biggest thing I've learned this year about myself, about other people, and about life? I know when I look back on my first year as a widow, there were so many life lessons I learned through that process. I had suddenly lost my husband. I was a young widow with a two-year-old daughter. I learned so many things and I had to learn so many things, right? I had to learn how to live my life as a solo mom. It was happening. You know, life was still continuing on without my husband by my side. And I had to figure out how to be a solo parent. I learned how to trust my own instincts to know what was best for me and what was best for my daughter. I learned that I had to find healthy ways of coping with the stress and the anxiety that was overtaking my body. Physically and mentally, I had to learn how to handle that absurd amount of stress. And I did. I learned a huge lesson that other people don't know jack about grief. They have no idea what to say to a grieving person. I learned that grieving on my own was not helpful to me at all, that I needed my fellow widow peeps to talk about things that were happening in my life and the thoughts that were running through my head. I just needed to feel normal. I needed to talk to other people who were going through the same thing as me. I learned that life is full of situations and circumstances, and I am in control of none of it. None of it at all is in my control. And the only thing I can control is how I react to it. What is going to be my attitude about this situation that I am in? So many lessons. So this is a big question with lots of different angles. Break it up into those three categories. What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about others in your life? And what did you learn about life itself? The second question to ask yourself is this. Did I have any breakthrough moments this year? Any aha moments that really carried me through some of the really low times? 
Did I have any breakthrough moments that I can think of? And I can remember for me, for the longest time, a couple of years as a solo mom, actually, that was usually my biggest source of fear. My biggest source of self-doubt was parenting alone and not trusting myself to make the right decisions. I know I've talked about this in other episodes before, but I was always thinking that I would make the wrong choices and screw up Claire for the rest of her life. I was convinced. I didn't think that I was enough. I didn't believe in myself or my abilities at all. I didn't believe that I was enough. And then I had seen something on TV. It was an interview on like a late night show or something. I was probably up in the middle of the night watching something. And this person, this celebrity was talking about having a rough childhood. Neither of her parents were in the picture. She was raised by her grandmother and her grandmother was awesome. And she said, it only takes one person to believe in you and you're going to be okay. You only need one person to believe in you. And oh, wow. So she said that, this actress said that on this interview show. I can't even remember what it was. But oh my God, you guys, those words, those words changed my life. It changed my attitude. It was like, it was a direct message to me from the heavens. I said, oh my God, I am that one person for her. That's me. I'm that one person. I don't know why in that moment, watching that particular interview, it really hit me so hard and it changed me so much, but it was exactly what I needed to hear in that exact moment to snap me out of my pity party. Thank you, universe. It only takes one person to believe in you. That's what I needed to hear. That was a breakthrough moment for me, a huge turning point a huge confidence booster for me as a solo parent. Can you think of any for you? Can you think of any aha moments for you? Go ahead and write them down. And number three, the third question to ask yourself, what has made me the happiest this year? What has made me the happiest this year? Is it beautiful new memories that I've created? Is it something pure and good that I've created? Is it something helpful, maybe even practical, that brought you immense joy? These are sometimes hard to notice when we're struggling with the depths of grief, but you can take the time to seek them out. And it's important to shine a spotlight on them and not overlook them and tell ourselves, that's what I should spend more time on then make it a priority. Make your happiness a priority to take a break from grief every now and then. So what's made you the happiest this year? And how can we keep recreating that, that feeling state? How can we keep that feeling front and center as long as we can? The more we practice getting it, the more we can attract it back into our lives. Those are the three questions that I wanted to present to you today. Let's review the three. Okay, the first one was, what is the biggest thing I've learned this year about myself, about other people, about life? Really take some time with this one. 
you will learn so much about yourself. The second question to ask was, did I have any breakthrough moments this year? Any aha moments that really carried me through the low times? And the third question to ask was, what has made me the happiest this year? What has made me the happiest this year? I hope you found this exercise to be helpful. I really did. I really enjoyed doing this one. If you enjoyed this episode and want to dive even deeper into these types of discussions, join us in the Widow Squad. Each week, we have group discussions over topics like these, and we have guest speakers come in each month. We have group coaching exercises, and hey, we even have parties too to celebrate one another and help each other out on this journey we're all on. It's just a nice place to be when you're surrounded by other women who get what you're going through. If you have any questions, you can always email me at jen at widow180.com or get more information at widowsquad.com. That's widowsquad.com. And that link is in the show notes today. Also, Happy New Year. This episode is probably airing on December 29th. And I just want to wish you all a safe and happy new year. I have so many amazing things planned for next year. I have my Finding Purpose and Meaning program that's starting in January. More details to come, so stay tuned. We have so many incredible things planned in the Widow Squad. Oh my God, including a couple of in-person retreats next year. So we're working on that. I can't wait. I'm hoping to finally finish the book that I started last year, and that is a process, but... I am so excited about what's to come. And also, please share this podcast episode and leave us a rating and a review. I would really appreciate it. Okay, that's it for me. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.